Support for this podcast comes from Troy University, dedicated to teaching a new generation to lead change. Information on leadership opportunities available to students from day one is at troy.edu slash lead change. From Troy Public Radio, this is In Focus, and I'm Carolyn Hutchison. This is Arbor Week in Alabama, and the Montgomery Tree Committee is planning to distribute about 1,000 tree seedlings to citizens on Saturday at Ida Bell Young Park. Brandon Brazil joins us to discuss why the urban tree program is important to Montgomery's landscape. Brandon, thank you so much for joining us here at Troy Public Radio on behalf of the Montgomery Tree Committee. Thank you, Carolyn. It's happy to be here. Brandon, take us back 10 years in your life, and you became a volunteer with the Montgomery Tree Committee. Why and how did that come about? Well, I worked with historic neighborhoods, and I've worked with urban landscapes a lot, historic downtowns, and we now have a thriving urban forest in Montgomery. Part of that's from the city of Montgomery, Alabama Power, and uh, Montgomery Trees. So it's, it's a big partnership. Let's remind the listeners that February is Arbor Month, and Alabama celebrates during this third week in February. So the Montgomery Tree Committee is celebrating in a special way. Thank you, and we're excited about our, our annual tree giveaway, but we do other things throughout the year, so we like to be part of Montgomery's historic fabric and urban landscape. Nationally, Arbor Day is in April, but that's not the best time to plant a tree in Alabama if you know it gets warm real quick. So we decided to celebrate ours in February, where it's a good time to plant trees before it gets swelteringly hot. So we're going to have a tree giveaway on uh, February 24th at Idabel Young Park from 10 to 12, We'll have free offering of trees. You can come get five trees. These aren't your big nurseryman pots. These are going to be bare root trees. We have a good variety of trees, and it's just a good way to give back to the community and put more trees in our neighborhoods. Give us a little more information on how to care for these trees once you get them. Definitely water because they're going to be dehydrated. So stick them in a bucket of water, and these are small. These are six to eight inch seedlings. They're not huge trees, but... Soak them in some water, then transfer them to a pot if you want to get them acclimated and then put them in the ground as soon as you can. But they definitely don't need to be dry. They're very small. If you plant them in now, they'll be bigger within 10 years. What kinds of trees are we talking about? What species? Well, there's two different types of trees we're planting. We're doing understory trees, which are things you could plant under a power line that's not going to have a conflict. And I want to give a shout out to Alabama Power because they help donate some of these trees to us because they don't want to have tree power line conflicts any more than we do. As a homeowner, you don't want your power going out because of a tree. So we've worked with Urban Forester and Alabama Power to remove conflict trees where they are and recommended, and their motto is plant the right tree in the right place. And that's what we advocate. So some of the tree species are understory trees, uh, like a sassafras, uh, dogwood, fringe, that are small trees. And then, of course, we have the oaks, Schumard oak, red oak, overcup oak, white oak. Hopefully, we'll have a good variety. So if you have a big yard and a big backyard, you want some shade, oak would be good for you. If you have a power line or cable line and you want a little small tree in your front yard or on the street, 
one of these other understory trees would be good, like dogwoods and that type of tree. Well, Brandon, you mentioned dogwoods, which everyone loves. They're so beautiful. But you mentioned the fringe tree. That is a gorgeous tree. So the fact that your listeners can get these trees, and you mentioned no charge, at the Ida Bell Young Park, that's near the Alabama Shakespeare Festival. There's trails, and there'll be people out. It's a great morning. Come out, grab a tree, meet some of your neighbors. We'll have educational information on the trees and how to plant them, and we'll have arborists and horticulturists on hand. We do get volunteers. We're a volunteer organization. Sometimes we have the Boy Scouts come helping us, and some Huntington students help us. So the partnership between the private sector, the volunteers, the power company, and the city with the Urban Forestry Program and the State Forestry Commission all come together. So it's really worked out well, through not just Montgomery, but throughout the state. We're planting trees and doing a lot of good. And it's not getting any colder out there in the summer, so we can use a tree. Brandon, isn't Alabama's capital city, Montgomery, a tree city, USA? It is, and we will be reading a proclamation for that, which is part of what we have to do to remain a tree city. But yes, and there's some tree campuses, Huntington, I think AUM may be, and Troy may be a tree campus. You know, they participate in the program and they have to adhere to certain rules and all, but they get a, a designation as a, as a tree campus as well. So you know, working with all our neighboring colleges, we're becoming a tree city and tree campuses and trying to plant some trees. I think you're right. Troy is a tree campus. Also, there is a memorial tree program. How does that work? We have planted a lot of trees on some parks, and they have memorial markers to them. And if people come out, I'm sure we'll have information on it on a Saturday morning there. But it's most of it's for fallen um, police officers. I always think of a memorial tree as a living tribute to someone who has lived and died and, and loved trees. But back to Tree City USA and the city of Montgomery. In the past decade or two decades, the urban landscape has changed because of all of these trees that have been planted. Give us sort of an overview of that program and why it's being done. I would credit Russell Stringer, our urban forester. When the city created a position of an urban forester, we started taking trees more seriously than we had in the past. Concurrently, I think they passed a landscape ordinance for new developments like a strip mall and all requiring tree planting, so many trees per space. So the combination of those two things, plus a lot of advocacy from groups and volunteers like Montgomery Trees have worked together. It takes a long time and we're reaping the fruit of efforts from 10 years ago, but we're doing good and we lose some. That year we had the drought, we lost a lot of trees we had planted and it's just nature, but we're living and learning and planting the right trees and getting better species and specimens. And technically, if you have trees in an urban landscape, don't they absorb some of the heat off the pavement? I'm not an urban forester, but I've heard that a large mature tree on the right side of a house that's not over the house can reduce your cooling bills by 30%. Take us back 10 years when you got started as a volunteer with the Montgomery Tree Committee. Why did you do that? Well, I was involved in my neighborhood association and we were removing trees and we started putting red X's on trees we wanted to remove and what we were trying to do was take out the trees that weren't in the right place and replace them. And we had help doing it. And it made me be an advocate for trees because people need to be educated that there are trees that just don't need to be where they are. Trees have a life cycle too. So sometimes if you have a dead or rotten tree, it, it might need to go. But that's why if we can plant more next to them, we'll have a continual regeneration of our urban forest. 
with strong storms like we have here in Alabama. You don't want trees blowing down on houses and automobiles. That's certainly a hazard. So to continually replenish the urban landscape with trees and maintain this Tree City USA designation is a worthy cause. It is indeed, and we have certified arborists who can help trim your trees. Trees need maintenance, pruning occasionally, but obviously don't crepe murder them because uh, that's a whole different conversation. (laughs) Because crepe myrtles are trees, actually. They want to grow up. They don't want to be lopped off. They're not a bush. Well, on February 24th, I think you said from 10 a.m. to 12 noon at the Ida Bell Young Park in Montgomery, that's the big event, the tree giveaway. Just come out and see us, take home some trees, plant them, read up on the material we'll have, take a child and plant a tree, plant a tree in memory of someone. It's just a good way to be connected, a tangible link to the past and to the future. And if we don't pay it forward, we're, we're not going to have any trees. Is there anything else you want to add? Well, our Facebook page is just Montgomery Trees, so you can Google Facebook Montgomery Trees, but there's a flyer for this event on there. Well, I want to thank you for joining us today with the big preview, and thank you especially for joining us during Arbor Week here in Alabama. Thank you very much, Carolyn, and y'all have a great day. Brandon Brazil joined us from the Montgomery Tree Committee. Montgomery is a Tree City USA, and we'll take a moment to salute the Tree City USA communities in our coverage area. Abbeville and Auburn, Alabama, Columbus, Georgia, and Mariana, Milton, and Niceville in the Florida Panhandle. Thanks for joining us today for In Focus, which is a podcast wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Carolyn Hutchison, and this is listener-supported Troy Public Radio.